We all love stories as they bring to us insights or reflections of life. I am Anaga Hunurkar bringing Lockdown Tales from India on Epilog Media. Audio stories of how the life of simple folks, men, women and children hovered in the shadow of the world pandemic of COVID-19 that has been infecting millions the world over. Lockdown is the voice of those who were not infected yet affected. Today's story is Birth in the Shadow of COVID-19. Ashwini was perusing through the e-newspaper when a news item on the India page caught her attention. Hey Samir, look, my schoolmate Dr. Nilima is in the news. She has been able to execute a difficult case, the delivery of a pregnant mother who was affected with COVID-19 and was in isolation. She was reading further. While the medical fraternity all over the world was receiving accolades for the yeoman service to mankind, this particular case was different. Ashwini's thoughts drifted in a flashback. It had been now almost 20 years since they left school. While she moved on to USA for higher studies and later on settled in Australia, Dr. Nilima postgraduated to be a gynecologist. Whenever Ashwini came down to Mumbai on a vacation, they were sure to meet. Yet, both realized that times had changed since both had chosen totally different fields. Apart from school memories, there was almost nothing similar among them now. Ashwini had specialized to be an investment banker. She was married to Dr. Samir, a veterinary surgeon and was blessed with two sons, Sandeep and Aditya both studying in primary school three years apart. Dr. Nilima, on the other hand, had chosen to remain a spinster as she felt she could not do justice to her profession if she was married into a family that did not appreciate that she would leave at untimely hours in case of urgent deliveries. Her mother had tried to reason out, Surely, dear, you are not the only woman to have qualified in this profession. In fact, Many of your own batchmates are managing a happy, wedded life along with the profession. (laughs) Ma, you don't understand, was all she replied. But dear, one has to move on. You can't be hooked to your past, said mom. Please, can we stop this conversation, she pleaded. Dr. Nilima was determined that she would not marry because during her medical college days, She was deeply in love with Ashish, who was studying medicine like her, but was two years elder. Both had decided to marry once they both got a postgraduate degree. But unfortunately, Ashish lost his life in his prime. He met with an accident and never really recovered from the coma. He was in hospital for more than 15 days in deep pain as he was injured very badly. Slowly, thereafter, he had slipped into a coma and finally bade a silent goodbye to the world. Nilima was devastated. She took time to recover from the shock, but thereafter never thought of marriage. She could not fathom any other life partner to take the place of Ashish. As Ashwini kept reminiscing, she now fondly recollected how 
She and Nilima had been besties right from their first day at school till they both passed out higher secondary from the same school. They both had similar likings and participated in as many competitions as possible, be it debate, fancy dress, storytelling, handwriting, crack a joke, just any competition. Whether school projects or exhibitions, they always were in the same team. Like inseparable twins, they were seen everywhere together. Once, Nilima decided that she would grow her hair and told Ashwini about it. Till then, both were sporting a crop cut. Ashwini too agreed. The next day though, Nilima came telling Ashwini, Hey dear, you will not be able to grow your hair. And why not? asked Ashwini a bit surprised. Pray, how do you know whether my hair will grow or not? Ashwini was in wonderment. Why would my hair not grow, Nilima? inquired Ashwini again. <laughs> oh, it's not that they cannot grow. But my mother said that since your mom is a working mom, she would not be able to plait your hair daily. So your mom may not allow you to grow your hair. Young little Ashwini was perturbed. She waited all evening for her mother to return from office. And the first thing that she asked, Ma, can I grow my hair? Yes, why not? was her mom's reflex. But Ma, will you be able to plait my hair when they grow? Ashwini posed a query. Yes, of course. Will I be letting you go to school with open hair? That would be so unwieldy and untidy too, said her mom. And pray, why are you asking me such a question? Don't I take full care that your school turnout is always good? Ashwini then narrated the whole incident and her mother assured her that if she wants, she can grow her hair. Ashwini then remembered another incident when one of her classmates had told her that she did not have a line for foreign visit on her palm. Interestingly, that very year, Ashwini had gone with her grandparents on a Europe tour. These incidents had helped Ashwini to boost her confidence about herself. As she reflected, she laughed to herself. Time really flies, she thought. The last time that she had visited India, she could not meet Dr. Nilima. So, it had been almost three years now that they had not met. Even before that, when they had met, there was really not much in common to discuss. Their fields were different and so were their family lives. While Ashwini wanted to tell Dr. Nilima all about her kids and their achievements, Dr. Nilima seemed to be so disinterested. During their young days, they both liked to go for movies and then have lunch or dinner. But those days, they had very frugal budget. Now, Dr. Nilima had really no time for that sort of leisure. Ashwini was on a vacation, but Dr. Nilima had cases to attend. Moreover, since Nilima was single, Ashwini had to take out time from her family to meet her as Samir was not too interested to be with both of them. He instead preferred to hang out with his own friends and then the kids to complain that they had to stay back with their grandparents while both Samir and Ashwini went for outing. Back from her drifting thoughts to the present, Ashwini read every word of the news article with great interest. 
the reporter had been able to take a brief interview of Dr. Nilima too. There had been many challenges that had to be overcome for the safety of the mother and child. Also, since the mother was infected with COVID-19, she had to be isolated. Even before delivery, there needed to be preparations in place. As a professor and head of the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, Dr. Nilema had to work closely with the heads of other departments, especially the Disease Control and Prevention Department at the government hospital, due to the menace of COVID-19. It was a time when the limited hospital facilities in India were simply overwhelmed with coronavirus cases. As a result, some pregnant women who could not afford private hospitals faced the possibility of delivering babies in hospitals that were filled with COVID-19 patients. Dr. Nilima had summoned her team well in time. We need to have a plan quickly in place for the logistics and procedures, she addressed the team. By end of day today, let us all have details about the delivery arrangements and who will be with the patient. Her team was assigned specific roles so that each one had a clarity on who needs to do what. Limited research is available on the subject, she continued. Research has suggested that COVID-19 cannot be transmitted during childbirth or breastfeeding. There is also no evidence that one is more likely to get the virus if one is pregnant. Yet, we all know that these are preliminary studies and are sometimes conflicting. Hence, as a policy, pregnant women are considered an at-risk population for COVID-19 because they are generally at higher risk for respiratory infections. So, like the numerous other hospitals nationwide, let us also minimize childbirth visitors. Let us do more prenatal consultations by telemedicine, she instructed. Was the patient's first child due April 3? Normally, they allowed the mother and husband of the patient for assistance during the childbirth to help the laboring woman. But to reduce the risk of coronavirus, the hospital announced that they were limiting delivery room visitors to just one person. However, in this case, even that one visitor was not to be allowed. It was a very cruel thing to do, Dr. Nilima thought. But these are unimaginable times. The news that no one would be allowed around her kind of rocked the young mother's world. She was looking forward for one of the most intense and emotional experiences of her life. The infection had changed everything. She had never felt so alone. The persistent cough and fever during the last one week had already weakened her. Frail as she was, the only thing that was keeping her going was the little one in her womb. I must do it for my baby, she kept assuring herself. Every breath is so precious, she thought. Although being alone had gripped her with fear, she knew she had to build courage and that this was really a time to let technology be her friend. Hardly able to talk as she kept gasping for breath, she was Skyping with her mom and another elderly lady who had been a midwife. She simply kept listening to all their advice. This kept her somewhat calm although she was on the edge. With pneumonia in her lungs, she was put on oxygen straight away. In view of the health risk, Dr. Nilima was now considering whether to have an induced delivery or it's safer to wait. 
She knew that early induction can fail, forcing pregnant women to have cesarean sections. Inductions can also pose health risks to babies and cause mothers to spend more time in the hospital. At the same time, it was important to try to have her delivered so that her recovery from the virus could be initiated and she could be sent home again before they really started to see a surge of COVID-positive women in the maternity units. The reality is we don't have a lot of data related to outcomes in pregnancy in women who have COVID-19, she was discussing with her colleagues. Luckily for her, the patient started having contractions. Thankfully, they had all the precautionary gear, appropriate personal protective equipment in place for the delivery. Considering the enormous energy needed for internally pushing the baby out and looking at the patient's condition, Nilema found it risky to wait for the normal delivery. After the ultrasound, she was sure that the baby had fully grown and ordered to arrange the operation theatre for a C-section. The news article explained that a baby is delivered by C-section through an incision in the mother's abdomen. A C-section or caesarean section is a type of surgery for delivering a baby. The baby is surgically removed through an incision in the mother's abdomen and then a second incision in the uterus. Ashwini really liked this aspect of the newspaper. Whenever they introduced a new term, they explained it well for the reader to understand. Luckily, there were fewer complications except that the procedures were carried out with utmost precaution. As laid by Dr. Nilima in the hospital policy, if a pregnant woman were COVID positive, she would be put in a separate part of the maternity ward to lower the risk of infection spreading. Not only that, women who have the virus may have to be separated from the newborns for 14 days. Dr. Nilima asked her junior Dr. Geeta to confirm whether the plants were in place. Yes, madam, said Dr. Geeta. We have ensured that all needed beds, staff and supplies will be available as per the policy. The policy, sighed Dr. Nilima. I'm not sure whether the policy itself would have to be changed. It's a dynamic state of affairs in view of the situation changing almost daily due to the threat of COVID-19. We are in an ever-changing fluid situation, she confided with Dr. Geeta. In fact, Space was another big issue now in the already crowded hospital as the baby needed to be isolated from other babies. So, her old office was converted to a nursery. Dr. Nilima, with her aesthetic taste, had ensured that there was the changing table and a crib, a little dresser and all the cute art that they could find quickly around. Luckily, the baby was healthy and had no symptoms of the virus. Still, they had to monitor the situation continuously to evaluate whether the baby was needed to be tested for the dreaded virus. Further, it was not advisable that the baby was breastfed directly by the mother. All contact was to be avoided. So, the patient's milk was pumped and fed to the baby. Thus far, the virus had not been found in breast milk. Dr. Nilima advised her team to be cautious. There is not enough information yet on whether women who are sick can pass the virus through breast milk. At the same time, breast milk gives the babies protection against many illnesses. It is also the best source of nutrition for most babies, she said.
Dr. Nilima, in her interview, stated, "The many uncertainties around coronavirus, as well as the realities of social distancing, are changing everything about pregnancy, childbirth, and the postpartum period. Even normal ways of testing simple things like blood pressure are undergoing change. Families too need to be counselled on what role family members play during delivery." while the mother was recovering well although she had tested positive her condition is now asymptomatic giving birth during this time of worldwide crisis there are just still a lot of unknowns she concluded congratulatory messages were pouring in for dr nilima from all over the world but she had no time to bask in that glory she will have to wait for the crisis to pass before she could rest on her glories Until then, the key words are caution and care. And this was today's story. If you have liked this story, do write your thoughts in the comments. Share it with your friends and subscribe to Lockdown Tales from India on EP Log Media website or any of your favorite podcast streaming apps like Jio Seven, Hub Hopper, Apple Podcasts to get. updates of our latest stories this is anagha hunurkar signing off thank you very much